the American Indian, the Japanese Samurai, the Korean Horong, and the later-day Green Beret or Special Forces soldier of the American Army, as well as the U.S. Marine Corps recruit, all learned to yell savagely when on the attack in hand-to-hand combat, and all with good reason. That's a quote by Bradley J. Steiner. I opened one of the articles in yesterday's Enjoy Life Safely newsletter with that quote, providing a self-defense tip. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today on Coffee with Alan. Thank you for joining me. We're going to make every day amazing, especially this Monday. Going to make an amazing day and an amazing week. Appreciate everybody that joins and says hello and comments, whether live or in the replays. Appreciate everybody listens to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or the webpage. Appreciate all of you. If you didn't get that newsletter yesterday, go sign up at enjoylifesafely.com. Had an article on online dating safety. Had an article on being exceptional. Had a self-defense tip. Also had a little bit of wisdom from Bruce Lee. Get that newsletter and you can enjoy it every weekend. You'll also get some other resources to help you stay safe, enjoy life, and be exceptional. Kellen says, have an amazing Monday. You have an amazing Monday too, Kellen. Appreciate you being here this morning. Let's talk about yelling. You know, that quote I read at the beginning by Bradley Steiner is so true. All through history, different military forces and fighting forces have incorporated yelling savagely when they're on the attack. You go to a martial art class, you'll hear them yelling, the key up or spirit shout. Why do everybody teach this? Because it helps and it's effective. And there are good reasons for yelling. And there are good reasons for practicing yelling when you're training. Because I've taught a lot of self-defense classes, active shooter response classes, to people that have never trained in the martial arts. And they're not used to vocalizing. They're not used to deep breathing and getting that voice from down below. And it's hard for some of them. When I try to get them to yell, I hear these little squeaks. Now, some people take to it naturally, and they can be loud and forceful and savage right away. Others can't and don't. And that's why it's important to get them to do it during the training, because it can help in an actual situation. Now, some of the benefits for yelling or vocalizing or key-upping, if you're martial arts and want to use those terms, you're not holding your breath when you shout savagely and you're yelling. You're forcing that air out. Because people, when they're scared, will often hold their breath. And so by yelling, it's forcing somebody to breathe. That's one benefit. Another benefit is when you are yelling and exhaling, it's harder to get the wind knocked out of you if you're being struck in the abdominal region. So when you're on the attack, you might get hit too. And by yelling, it's going to help prevent the wind getting knocked out of you. And then you'll be sucking air and you can't breathe and you can't fight. It also gives you strength. Have you ever picked up something heavy? Or you hear those guys in the gym, some of them with the behemoths with those huge weights and they're making all that noise. Making the noise can give us strength. You know, we can just be more powerful and savage when you're hitting somebody if you give that loud yell as you're doing it. The exhaling, the yelling helps give us that strength and power. It can also distract your opponent. They're not expecting an attack back. 
They picked you to be a weak victim. So when you attack back savagely, especially with a loud roar, that can screw up and disorient them because they weren't expecting it. It screws up their OODA loop. If you don't know what an OODA loop is, you know, I talk about that in other videos and in my book, but it's the thinking process that we go through, the cycle when we're determining how to act, especially under stress. So you screw up that OODA loop and you can maybe prevent them from acting and get the upper hand. And then the fifth reason that yelling and being very loud can be beneficial when you're attacking back in a self-defense situation is others can hear you and maybe come to help. Somebody attacks you in your office and you're really loud attacking back. It lets other people in the building and their offices know something's going on. They can either protect themselves or come and help or both. So those are five, you know, really basic, easy benefits from vocalizing and being savagely loud when you're attacking back and defending yourself. You don't hold your breath. You can't get the wind knocked out of you, or at least it's more difficult. It gives you that strength and power. It disrupts him and maybe disorients him and distracts your opponent. And it lets others know something's going on so they can protect themselves or come and give you assistance. If you don't practice it and train a little bit, you might not do it when it really counts. And that's why it's important to do some yelling, some vocalizing, and get loud during training, because then you'll do it in a real situation. Hope you never have to. But if you do, vocalizing, savagely yelling, that can help you get through a tough situation when you have to defend yourself. Thank you for being with me. Be sure to sign up for that newsletter. These kind of tips and a lot more to stay safe, enjoy life, and be exceptional coming to you every week. You'll also get a free guide to situational awareness, another ebook with safety and self-defense tips, and some other things that I might throw out every once in a while. Appreciate all of you. Go out, make it an amazing day, an amazing week, and an amazing rest of October. And we will see you tomorrow.